Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC Fight Night Font vs. Aldo. That just happened last night, and I decided, hey, it's a good time to give you my thoughts on the card. And honestly, overall, it was a very great card for a fight night. Um, I was expecting it to be very good uh, just based on the three top fights of the card. The Jose Aldo fight versus Rob Font. Uh, I was excited for it, of course, but I was also excited for Rafael Fizev versus Brad Riddell and Jamal Hill and Jimmy Crute. That was also another fun matchup. So overall, I had some, uh, I was excited for this card, but it really exceeded my expectations for sure. I'll give you my rating for the card right off the bat. I'd probably honestly give it a, I want to give it like a nine, man. Like, I, I think it's honestly that good. Like, it, it, it really was similar to the card, the... Holloway card and Yair card. Um, even the prelims, a lot of the prelims impressed me as well. Um, overall, I I enjoyed most of the fight. So let's get to it. Let's start with the main event. Jose Aldo defeated Rob Font. How can you not be happy, <laughs> happy for Jose Aldo after this, man? This is insane. You know, he's 35 years old and he's in a division where the older you get, it's going to be bad, man. You know, you need that speed in these smaller weight classes. You see it with Frankie Edgar. Frankie's 39 or 40 now, so it's a different story a little bit. But listen, Jose Aldo has a lot of fight years, and he's definitely getting up there for sure. And for him to still be performing against top-level fighters like this at this age is very impressive, especially Rob Font. I'm going to be honest. I had Rob Font winning this. Um, he looked so good in his last fight against Cody Garbrandt. His boxing is just amazing it's beautiful and he really displayed that in this fight too you know jose aldo was getting picked apart early on that volume from rob font constant pressing forward was working for him really well but the issue was that jose aldo he would just connect with a couple of shots and then rob would get rocked he would go down or something like that and that was just the theme of this entire fight yes rob had a really good game plan he was pressing forward he was trying to make things happen for himself and it was working but then once he got hit he'd either the, the momentum would change entirely or he'd go down and then jose would be on top of him and would uh just basically lay on top of him he wasn't even trying to uh advance anything he was just trying to rest at these points when he was on top of rob font which is good honestly like i wasn't even mad at it i thought it was a great game plan because listen Jose is great in three round fights, but in five round fights, we know that he he starts to struggle. He's going to get tired for sure. And I think this was a smart game plan, in my opinion. So he also had really nice kicks as well. And I remember um, right before I think it was the third, Michael Bisping was like, man, Jose Aldo, he completely abandoned his kicks you know like the low kicks that he would uh throw all the time to the legs they're gone and then in round three i guess his coach was like hey start throwing them again and he started and he found a lot of success with those and he dropped rob a couple of times with some leg kicks it was really nice overall very solid performance by jose aldo i'd probably give it like a 49 46 or even a 50 45 i'd watch it again but it was clear that it although it was a competitive fight Every round, it was mostly going to Jose Aldo. So overall, I'm proud of this performance from him. Like I said, at this age, proving so many people wrong still. Like who would have thought that in 2021, 
we'd have Jose Aldo winning fights and we'd see Conor McGregor losing fights. Like the entire trajectory is like complete opposite. And it's just funny because after their fight, it was like, man, this is so bad for Aldo. This is so great for Conor. And now we're here 2021 and it's just it's flipped back to its normal state, basically. So um Proud of Jose Aldo for sure. Great performance. As for Rob Font, it does suck for him. I definitely could see how disappointed he was at the end of that fight. And he knows. He knows he could have won that fight. It's just he got he got tagged, man. And when those when he got tagged, it was bad. And he it costed him costed him the fight, basically, in my opinion. So I think a good fight for Jose Aldo. I would say um I don't, I, I know he's on a three-fight win streak, but I don't think it warrants him like uh a title shot, in my opinion. I don't think he deserves a title shot. Maybe, oh man. Because his three-fight win streak is actually very impressive. Marlon Chito Vera, Pedro Munoz, and now Rob Font. This Rob Font win is very impressive for sure. And I don't know, man. Like, I don't know who's going to be next for um, Jose Aldo. I'm just like thinking what's a good matchup for him. But it's just like such a cluster fuck. <laughs> in 135 right now man like how how do we even do these matchups i don't know i'll figure it out sometime and i'll figure out a matchup for rob font as well um but exciting division for sure co-main event how high off is ev defeats brad riddell third round spinning wheel kick so honestly so these guys are former training partners they've trained before and it looked like it you could definitely see it they respected each other's game throughout the entire fight. They were throwing their shots, but they weren't going all out because they know how each other reacts. And that was that was fun seeing them play that little chess game uh, back and forth for like the first two and a half rounds. But then once we got to the third, that's when uh, Rafael Fizev, he connects with a spinning heel kick, basically. Spin, spinning wheel kick, not heel kick. But yeah, spinning wheel kick connects... And this rocks Brad Riddell. He doesn't go down, but you could tell like he's out on his feet. Like his eyes are just out. Great stoppage by Herb Dean. I have to point that out because nowadays we only talk about his failures. It happens as referees, but we never talk about the successes that he has. And I thought he made some good calls in this uh, this fight card. He made some good stoppages and we'll talk about more of them uh, as we continue. But this was a really nice stoppage by him, uh, stopping uh, the fight when Brad Riddell was completely was clearly out and even uh michael bisping was like like even the announcers were like was he out was he out like they didn't even know but um i think from tv you get a clear view for sure and herb dean for being in there he made the right call and great stoppage and beautiful win by hafael fizev he's now on a five fight win streak it is a lightweight which is quite impressive in my opinion five fight win streak so I'm so excited to see what's next for him, man. This is a very exciting guy. He called out Vince Vaughn after. I love Vince Vaughn. And yeah, I, I love uh, Rafael Fizev too. He's a fun character. And he really seems like he's on a goal to become a champion one day. And I can't wait to see how his path plays out. I think a good fight for him next would be... Man, you should give him like someone in the top... What was uh Brad Riddell? What was his ranking? He was number 12. Give him... Give uh. Give him like a top 10 fighter, 10 to 5. Uh, 
I don't know who would be good, man. It's kind of hard to say right now. Like, it's see, like, this is the same uh, situation with the bantamweight division. Just a clusterfuck, you know? And it's it's hard to make matchups right now. So that's exciting. I'm, I can't complain about that. But I have no matchup to talk about for Rafael Fazev next or, uh, or Brad Riddell. So let's move on to Jamal Hill. He defeated Jimmy Crute. Knockout 48 seconds into the first round. Nasty. He connected with a right hand. Flash knockout. Jimmy Crute went down, but he got back up. You can tell Jimmy was out of it still. And Jamal was just so confident that he was going to land another shot. He lands it. Jimmy goes down and he eats more shots before the ref steps in. This was a beautiful performance by Jamal Hill. And I'm impressed with it, especially after his last defeat, his first defeat in his career against Paul Craig. Remember where his arm just like completely dislocated and like it was just hanging out. <laughs> like He was like trying to hold it up, but he was just hanging out. That was nasty. Um, but yeah, it's good to see him uh, bounce back with like such a dominant win against someone who's really good and has a lot of hype behind them in Jimmy Crute. Jimmy Crute's only 25 still, and it sucks to see him get these uh defeats in his career but i think growing pains man if you're 25 like and you you're losing unless you're like losing like five times in a row then i understand but like this is just two times in a row before that he had two wins he lost to misha sirkinov before that so he's basically like three and three in his last six fights which isn't too bad like i said he's 25 this guy i think in my opinion is gonna be really good in the future but for now jamal hill man this guy's a real deal for sure, especially with the way he finished this fight. And I can't wait to see what's next for him. Let's talk about Clay Guida versus Leonardo. Leandro. Leonardo? Leonardo. Okay. I almost said Leandro. Leonardo Santos. I think Bisping almost made that mistake too. Uh, Leonardo Santos. He Clay Guida. He won this fight. <laughs> and that was insane. He, he won this fight in the second round by submission. And in the first round, he looked like he was going to be finished. It, it, it looked like it was done, basically. But he he survived it. Um, what's his name? Uh, Leonardo, he basically was trying to like beg the ref. He's like, yo, please, I'm throwing punches. End this fight. You know, it's over. Uh, ref wasn't budging, though. Clay Guida survived. And by the end of that round one, you can tell that Leonardo, he just blew out his gas tank. It was over for him. And... When we got to round two, Clay brings the fight down, flattens him out, and then locks up that rear naked choke, forces the tap. It was bound to happen for sure. It was clear that it was going to happen. It was an easy win for Clay at that point, which honestly, like, it was impressive. And then I checked out Leonardo Santos's record after. And, you know, before this, he had a defeat against Grant Dawson. But then before that Grant Dawson defeat, he was 18-3-1. Like, holy, like, that's, like, so impressive, man. Um... And Clay Guida beat him, man. Like, that's uh, at this point in his life. He's almost turning 40. He's going to be 40 in a couple of days. So I was impressed with this performance by Clay Guida, man. And it's it's cool to see him continuing his career all this for all these years, you know? Like, obviously, he's not, like, a contender anymore. There was a point where he was, like, close to fighting for the belt, I remember, um that one stretch he had where he beat anthony pettis it was very exciting um he's not there anymore for sure i would say that but for him to still be at the highest level of the sport the highest the greatest promotion for mma still fighting for them after all these years when so many other fighters have uh got cut or have retired to see him still 
uh, producing wins and producing fun fights is is very impressive in itself. And I congratulate Clay Guida for all his accomplishments and still continuing to produce accomplishments today in MMA at the highest level. So beautiful win by Clay Guida. Chris Curtis beats Brendan Allen, second round TKO punches and knees. Man, Chris Curtis, this guy is proving so many people wrong after that nice knockout. It was like a month ago. It felt like a month ago, to be honest. But after that nice knockout that he had in his last fight, goes up against Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen hasn't fought in a while, but still a lot of hype behind Brendan Allen because he's a solid fighter for sure. And he looked good early. It looked like he was he got a hold of uh, Chris's back. It looked like he was going to lock up something, but Chris was able to survive everything. And by round two, that's when he connected with like what I think he connected with like a body shot, then like a right hook or something like that. Brendan Allen goes down, doesn't go down, but gets rocked. And then basically Chris presses forward, swarms him, connects with more punches, knees, everything like that. And then the ref finally steps in. Beautiful performance by Chris Curtis. This is someone I really like for sure. He just seems like such a likable person, like such a good person, you know. And it's good to see that it, you could tell he's been doing this for a long time and it's it's finally paying off. And it's really nice to see that for sure for anyone, you know, for anyone who's been working hard for so long, ha- ha- hasn't found the success that they wanted to. It's like if you really love what you're doing, don't give up. And you could tell that Chris Curtis loved what he's doing, that despite the defeats, despite the setbacks in his career, despite not making it until now, like he wasn't mad about it. He knew that it was going to happen. And that's inspiring. And for such a. Uh, a message to be conveyed by someone who's very likable. Like I said, uh, I can't I can't say uh, anything more for Chris Curtis. He's always been counted as underdog and you could feel that he's he's feeding off that energy now. So I hope uh, I hope for I hope for the best for him man. like I want to see him rise more. And what would be a good matchup for him? I was going to say like, um, what was Brendan Allen ranked at? He wasn't even ranked. So give him like a top 15 guy for Chris Curtis. I think honestly, like um, Edmund Shabazian, I know like you don't want to give Edmund Shabazian like any fights that makes him lose at this point. But uh, I don't know, like someone in the top 15 would be good for Chris Curtis. Uh, Alex Morono defeats Mickey Gall. I can't really say much about this. Just basically a stand-up battle for the entire fight. But Alex Morono just connecting with the better shots throughout. Sucks for Mickey Gall, man. You know, Mickey Gall had so much hype coming into the UFC. And um, he built that hype. And I was very impressed with the way he he called out fights and the path he was going in order to um, build himself as a fighter in the UFC. And it was working early on. But then he starts losing these fights. He's basically lost and won a fight every fight since uh, the Sage North Cup win. And yeah, you know, it, it sucks to see, but um, this is the sport, you know, these things happen. Let's talk about uh, some prelim fights. Uh, we have uh, Dusko Todorovic. He defeated Maki Patolo, TKO punches. What happened with this one? <laughs> I can't believe. Oh, okay. Like, I think it was just they were feeling each other out and then connects with... Uh, Shots at the end, uh, Mackie Patolo goes down and then, uh, or was it grounded? Oh no. See, like, yo, I'm like confusing fights. Am I confusing fights? I am confusing fights. So basically, um, 
Maki Patolo secures a takedown, but he's in trouble with a, a guillotine, gets out of that guillotine, manages to get on top, tries to lock up a crucifix, lands some shots there. Once he mounts, begins to rain down hard shots, like really crazy hard shots. And uh, Maki Patolo flips around, eats more shots, uh, flatten out, and the ref finally steps in. Solid performance by uh, Dusko. Not really anything like noteworthy, but solid performance, I would say for sure. Uh, Manal Cap, he defeated Zaglas Zuma Zumagulov by TKO round one. Also a very fun performance. Uh, Zagalas was actually winning this fight, uh, in my opinion, uh, landing the better shots throughout. Manel just was trying to defend, basically, but wasn't really connecting with shots of his own until he did. He connected with some nice uh, shots, pressed forward, and then uh, Zagalas went down, ref stepped in. Beautiful performance by Manel uh, Cap as well. Uh, Starboy is his name. I liked his promo after that fight. Like, I'm excited to see what's next for him, especially for the flyweight division. Both of these guys, I'm excited to see what's next for both of them. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens for that. Brian Barberina picks up a win against Darian Weeks. Just a back and forth uh, fight. Darian looked good early on, but then Brian really started to pick it up as the fight went on. And by the end, he went, won by unanimous decision. Solid uh Solid win by Brian, Brian Barberino. Always root for him for his fights. Cheyenne Baez. I know she's not Cheyenne Baez anymore. She's uh, Cheyenne uh, Velismus. She defeated uh, Mallory Martin. And this was a fun back and forth fight. These girls were going toe to toe for most of it. And it was very fun. One fight of the night. Cheyenne overall was moving much more like just constant movement. Even though... Uh, Mallory was pressing forward more. She wasn't able to keep up with that movement and that movement opened up opportunities, more opportunities for Cheyenne. And overall, this gave her uh, the unanimous decision win. That's what the judges saw. And it was a very fun fight. So great win by Cheyenne. Not Cheyenne buys Velismus. Cheyenne Velismus. Um, I think Cheyenne Velismus sounds good too, to be honest. So that's going to be it now. William Knight. Defeats Alonzo Menefield by unanimous decision. Uh, what happened? Oh, yes. Okay. So this was a back and forth fight. Uh, William Knight almost finished in round one. And honestly, Alonzo Menefield in round one, he was winning that fight until he almost got finished by the end of round one. He survives. Round two, that's when Alonzo was just really picking uh, William Knight apart on the feet was landing the better shots and then round three was like very little action and to be honest you could have made this fight into a draw in my opinion if anything uh, some people were saying Alonzo got robbed it was I don't think it was a robbery it was just too close for it to be a robbery um, but if I was to like see the third round like Alonzo was just holding him on the on the cage which it just doesn't do anything. And then once they separated, I would say in that third round, William was landing the better shots. And I think that stole him the round. So I think one rounds one and three for William Knight, I can agree on. So overall, that was just the fight. It wasn't the most uh, exciting fight, but solid win by William Knight. Uh, Claudio Puelles, uh, Puelles. Claudio Puelles, he defeated Chris uh, Gritzmacher. Knee bar submission in the third round. Um, Claudio looked good everywhere this fight went, but Chris 
credit to him. He stayed in it. He was making it a hard fight for him, for sure. And then Claudio in the third round manages to lock up that knee bar that forces the tap. This was actually a fun fight. Um, probably the best fight besides the Cheyenne Vlismas and Mallory Martin fight. And yeah, solid win by Claudio Poyas. 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 No, Poyas. Vince Morales, he defeated uh, Luis Smoka, knockout in the first round, uh, connected with a huge right hook that just sent Luis down, like, from his feet to his face, basically, and the ref stepped in. Sucks to see this with Luis Smoka, man. Really had high hopes for him early on in his career, but um, after he got released from the UFC and came back, he's just, he hasn't looked like the same fighter anymore, and uh, it sucks to see, you know, this is just such a quick sport, and, uh, Names that you thought were going to be big early on, they don't end up becoming that. And it's just, that's the narrative for a lot of fighters. And it just sucks to see that with Luis Smoka. But overall, solid performance by Vince Morales. Beautiful knockout to start the night. So like I said, this was a very good card. I would definitely give it an, a 9. I was going to say 8.5, but I'd give it a 9. I really like the, the three top fights of the night. So I think, like I said, man, if the main fights of a card deliver it's really hard to give it like something under an eight or a seven in my opinion you know because what you showed up for the most it delivered and i think that's what's important but this exceeded my expectations for sure so nine out of ten for this card let me know what you thought and i hope you have a good rest of your week Bye bye